Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now let's talk to my good friend Dan McTague, president of Canadians for Affordable Energy. And uh, Dan and I have been friends for more than 30 years. And uh, so I got an email from, from Dan about the MNP survey, which shows 53% of Canadians are within $200 of not being able to pay their monthly bills. And we spoke earlier at the top of the show with a vice president, senior vice president from MNP. Mr. McTagg, why does this resonate so much with you? I think for the reasons you introduced, Roy, I think we all come from a generation where, uh, quite apart from privilege, uh, many of us know what tougher times are all about. And it's a generation of uh, individuals in Canada who perhaps have not seen the same thing. And many of us uh, provide a cautionary tale of what steps need to be taken to avert that from happening yet again. None of us want this to, uh, to, to be visited with a circumstance where a good number of Canadians are living hand to mouth or paycheck to paycheck, or in this case, an ever rising number of people who are desperately close to insolvency. So for a lot of us, it's what do we need to do to ensure that the governments uh, and our private sector and our social comportment, if you will, heads us towards that idea that uh, uh, we're definitely uh, in, in very difficult times. And the last thing we need is to double down on things that are irrelevant uh, and perhaps more damaging to our economic recovery most of which I'm hearing from pretty much all the political parties in Canada today. Uh, if you're going to think that climate change, great resets or build back better uh, or, uh, you know, whatever iteration of green policy you think is uh, going to somehow be a panacea at a time in which we're still dealing with a veritable crisis, I would suggest that the way the federal liberals and their friends in the NDP and the green and perhaps even to some extent the conservatives are going going down this path of uh, making climate the issue when in fact most Canadians, 53%, would argue vociferously that that is not the issue on which government should be spending and uh, providing their resources. So let me ask you uh, the question that I want to ask you, and uh, it's this. You were in government for, well, you were an MP for 18 years, and many of those years you were a government MP and you had a high position in the Liberal caucus of Mr. Gretchen and then more directly with Mr. Martin, with whom you were more closely aligned than with Mr. Kretschia. I don't think that's a secret to anybody. Um, but yeah. so, so how do you think, Dan, and let me get you to put your politician's hat, you know, the dusty one in the corner, just put it on for a minute. How does this kind of information impact in the nation's corridors of power? Do they say, hey, this is bad? This is something we have to do something about because the numbers are keep keep going up. We have 53% of the population within 200 bucks of not being able to pay their uh, their their monthly bills. I'd hate to see what the number was if it was 500 bucks, uh, you know, what percentage of the population would be involved then. But how's it reverberate? Does it doesn't make any impact at all in 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 the halls of power? Well, it suggests that the ever increasing number has that the policy is heading in the wrong direction and is not addressing the fundamental reasons why so many feel that they are so close to bankruptcy. Uh, I, I think that what this also suggests for anybody who is spending some time is that you don't double down on what doesn't work. And we've spent a lot of time navel gazing and getting involved in virtue signaling and all sorts of other irrelevant uh, you know, activity, which might give that social impression, but it's not dealing with the fundamentals of ensuring that Canadians have 
uh, country, which continues to be an attractive place, not just for investments, but future Canadians who want to come to this country. Uh, we are really giving away something that we've been bequeathed, which took a lot of effort 30 and 40 years ago to strike down that, those debts, get uh, our financial house in order. We seem to be hitting a, a wall here, Roy, and I think uh, as a politician, putting doffing uh, my old cap if I could, I would say that uh, we don't hear many people standing up for the plight of Canadians, those who want to work, those who have viable jobs, those who want to create and innovate in this country. Instead, we're being told, don't worry, the government will provide you a basic income. Don't worry, the government will provide you your shelter that you want. We need a little bit less of that and a little bit more of how to make Canadians creative again. And for goodness sakes, enough of these climate regulations because they are snapping the back and breaking the back of this country, whether you're in manufacturing, agriculture, or yes, our number one sector, the oil and gas sector, whether we like it or not. And by the way, on that point, Roy, there is no MP who took on the oil industry like I did. So to my green friends uh, who think uh, that this is all about standing up for the energy sector, it's standing up for Canadians. And I've got the track record to back it. Well, I mean, look, the energy sector, I had a conversation with uh, with some young people on the other side of the glass earlier before the show started. And, and I said, there's no really and no, no reason for Canada to even be a dollar in debt because we should be able to fund our own uh, expenses and do so very nicely and profitably with the energy that we have and this country that we produce, that the world wants, and we produce it responsibly. But, mm-hmm. we, uh, but we, we put roadblocks on our own path. We have interprovincial trade barriers. We don't allow pipelines across the country. We, Quebec says no pipelines here, yet Quebecers tell the Montreal Economic Institute that what they want is pipelines. And this is the average person in Quebec. And they, yeah. and they want Western Canadian oil. They don't want the stuff coming in offshore at 800,000 barrels a day. So, you know... Yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of moving parts here, Mr. McTagg. Ten seconds, go. Uh, look, we're uh, a month away from seeing our oil pipeline shut down, the one that'll provide us uh, economic uh, uh, impetus in the in the west, in the east, rather. We need to redouble our efforts at right. supporting Canadian industry. And if we can't do that, we're going to go down this road of some global agenda. Okay. We're going to wind up in a place we don't want to be, we haven't seen in 40 years. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.